0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Maneater Digest. I'm your host Anna Coletto and as always I'm so excited to take a look at some of the Maneater's recent coverage with you. Today is our 20th episode. Before we jump into the podcast I want to take a moment and thank everyone who's been tuning in so far. We appreciate you so very much. Here's to 20 more. All right, we've got a fun little change in our recording setup. Mizzou has once again been hit by a snow day. So we'll first talk to Fun and Games reporter Abby Henshaw over Zoom about the process behind her weekly advice column. Abby, thank you so much for joining us. So how did you get started as an advice columnist?
1: I got started as an advice columnist because, um, well, I applied to the Fun and Games section and I was interested in like anything on the advice, on the Fun and Games section but I was really drawn to the idea of advice column because I've always been intrigued by like Dear Abby, maybe because my name's Abby. But, um, and so they asked if I wanted to do advice columns and I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. So just kind of started doing, I'd never done it before. So it was a really new area for me. It was a lot of fun.
0: How do you select the topics for each week and can students actually submit questions to the Maneater?
1: So I select the topics each week by, um, I like will kind of keep an eye out for like things that I noticed, like, some questions on campus, like, things students talk about, even sometimes things that I've I've been wanting advice on. So the first column I wrote was about, like, um, budgeting your dining dollars, and I heard a bunch of kids calling it monopoly money because it feels like you can just spend it without a care in the world, and there's no um, consequences for it. So I decided to do that and I really enjoyed writing that one because it was a lot of fun and I love Monopoly. (laughs) Um, And students can submit questions to the Maneater, but it's called Ask an Eater. You can send in um, your own, like something you need advice on and you like put a code name. So it's kind of like Dear Abby, but it's um, Dear Eater.
0: Your advice is always so spot on. So how do you conjure up this wisdom week after week?
1: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I just kind of like I love that you say spot on because I don't really think that. (laughs) Uh, It's not, there's not like a um, system to it. I just sit down, I start like bulleting ideas of like what kind of advice I would want. So I just have to like really think about everything that goes into each of the things I'm giving advice on. And that's how I like come up with different ideas.
0: All right. Do you have one final piece of advice for our listeners?
1: My last piece of advice. Oh, I don't know, just to like not take life too seriously, and should always ask for advice and don't feel ashamed about it. Yeah, if there's any like suggestions for me, if you want, you can email me. I don't know how else you would contact me, but I'm always open for advice. I mean, suggestions on what I could write advice on. Yeah, my final advice would just be there's nothing you can't ask someone if you have any questions about anything.
0: Thank you so much, Abby. Next, we've got an exciting segment covering a recent percussion rehearsal from multimedia reporter Olivia Mizell.
2: February 16th at Sinkfield Music Center was an exciting day for MU's percussion students. So Percussion, a renowned percussion quartet, was tuning in via Zoom to listen and give feedback on their rehearsal.
3: We have
4: a really great opportunity, Org funded us, to bring in So Percussion, which is a fantastic percussion quartet um, that their main focus is commissioning new and diverse works for the percussion world. So we are being coached by them virtually. They're in Princeton right now or in New York or wherever they reside. And they are coaching us one-on-one for pieces that were written for them and premiered by them. But now we have the opportunity to play those
2: pieces that was Emily McLon, third-year graduate student studying percussion performance at MU. In one room, McLon and a group of other students rehearsed a piece originally performed by So Percussion. In another room, Dr. Megan Arns led a group in another of So's pieces. Woo! Miklon said that she loves how diverse percussion is as a form of music. For percussion, it's you are never doing the same thing. You play so many different
4: instruments, and you could play flower pots and uh, you know bowls and pans, whatever. So it's it's always something new, always something different.
2: Miklon and the other percussion students are grateful for the opportunity to do virtual residencies.
4: You know, with the pandemic, we wouldn't be able to have these residencies because they need to be physically with us. And it's a lot of money to bring them in. And it's uh, tough with the pandemic right now. So we're really grateful that org is funding these virtual residencies because we get to do the same exact thing, but just virtually. And it's been a really rewarding experience.
0: Thanks, Olivia, for that fantastic reporting. And now we'll be back to our regular audio setup. MSA elections are rapidly approaching, and candidates have just been announced to the student body. But let's not forget the previous MSA officials that have served us in the past. We'll now talk to news reporter Eden Harris, who did just that, exploring the work of our current MSA president and vice president. What do you think were some of the most impressive accomplishments of our current leadership, and where do you think they struggled? Um, I definitely
3: think that one of the greatest accomplishments was, first of all, as a woman, putting menstrual items in the... The bathrooms, different like facility bathrooms. Like I know that there's a station in Student Center. I know that there's one at the Rec and other like um, different facilities around Mizzou. So I think that's very impressive. I think that it's very long overdue. So I'm glad that they were able to do that. And another. Um, accomplishment that they had was definitely the $20,000 grant for Narcan. I had no idea about that until they told me, and I think that it should have definitely been more covered. That could help so many people, and I think that an area where they struggled the most was definitely not being able to do everything that they wanted to do. They had a lot of plans. They had a lot of projects. They had a lot of visions for Mizzou and how to make it better for current and future students. So I think that one of the biggest struggles for them was definitely having to do that in a one-year period of
0: time. So why do you feel like it's important to maintain these retrospectives on Mizzou student government as we look forward to future elections?
3: Well, because it applies to us. It applies to um, all of the undergraduate students, future students, and current students. So I think that, you know, keeping an open mind about the election, you know, like, it's, of course, it's not like electing the next president of the United States or anything, but like, it still does apply to us. And if we want to see specific changes at Mizzou, we can make that happen but we have to actually be you know engaged and participated in these sorts of student body elections
0: yeah of course speaking of like engagement in our elections what do you think students should look for in these new campaigns especially when compared to our current leadership
3: um I think that what students should look for I remember um the current president Landon he actually said a really great quote that I like when he said it I like paused and I was just like wow but he said that he really tried to shift the student government from being a voice of the undergraduate students to being a megaphone of the undergraduate students so I think that you know students have to realize that like they do have a voice but unfortunately not every voice can be heard so when you're looking at those future candidates just kind of look for like oh is this the voice that I would want to represent me and all of my friends you know future students and everything just like really caring about the community
0: so thank you so much eden for joining me be sure to stay up to date with mizzou student media's coverage of msa elections in the upcoming weeks thank you again to everyone who's been listening along this has been such an exciting project and we cannot wait to bring you more episodes please be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts share our episodes and tune in next week for a new edition I produced and edited this podcast. Special thanks to Abby Henshaw, Olivia Mizell, and Nathan Harris. I'm Anna Coletta. See you next week.